Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Seek the New with me, your host, Alexa. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this, you guys. I hope you are doing so, so well. I hope you've enjoyed the last two episodes I brought to you. Um, really doing a reflection on 2023 and just getting ready for 2024. You guys, I am going to start off by saying that this episode I'm about to be giving you, it's been one of the hardest, even though I've spoken about this before, now I just have such a, I mean, I have a really huge inclination to talk about it right now, not necessarily just for you all, but also for myself. And I have literally been contemplating getting on here to actually record for a little while now. And so I'm I'm here to record this. I'm going to record it. I'm going to say what I need to say. I'm going to say something that was just kind of, you know, that I just really learned about while doing my Bible study. Um, and I hope we have an amazing episode today. I hope you guys really enjoy this. Now, what I'm about to say, I am going to go ahead and tell you all that this episode, though, again, it may be something that I've already said in the past, which I know I have. I've gone into this new year thinking how this year is going to be different. I think a lot of us have just with our relationship with Christ. You know, I want to grow my relationship with Christ. I want to um, chase after his heart and I want to follow his will for my life. Even at the beginning of this podcast, I said I want to be able to really put everything I'm doing like it already is. I know it's under the supervision of Christ and I want to dig into that. I want to seek a new perspective of things just to make sure my life is aligning with the will of God, the things that I'm telling with you all. And so tonight, um, I've just, in certain areas, I've been convicted and I'm going to explain some of those to you all because I feel like I owe you an explanation. I owe some of you an apology, um, just for some things and literally, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I've been emotional about some of the things I've been thinking about, but when we actually ask ourselves these questions um, that I'm going to propose to you all later on, we should, I mean, it's it's very, very serious, and we should go with that, um, we should go into that with all seriousness <laughs> uh, when looking at the Word of God and thinking about His love for us and how if we love Him, we will obey His commandments, so... I'm actually just going to dive right in. I don't expect this to be really, really long and a lot of just um, unnecessary dialogue tonight. I'm actually, I'm just going to go into it. I'm going to give you what I myself have been really thinking about and we'll go on from there. So let's just jump right into today's episode. So tonight while doing my Bible study, I actually started in 2 Timothy um, chapter one, and I ended up going back to check to first Timothy, um, chapter one, just to start from there, because some of what I was reading in chapter two was a little bit confusing for me. I didn't have all of the text context, um, just from the previous chapter. Um, but what I was getting from 
chapter two, I'll go ahead and tell you that first, is in this, Paul is writing to Timothy and he is telling him how we, um, we should hold fast to the word of God and we are able to by the Holy Spirit um, and we should be loyal to Jesus and to our faith. And then it says, and that's in Second Timothy, that's when he also says that we should not have the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And of course, that was a verse that I'm well known, you know, I definitely know about that verse because that's something that has really blessed me a lot in my life the past few years. Um, That's not being afraid. But then in the rest of that, he tells him like, we, in this, you know, in this walk with God, um, there's going to be afflictions. And Paul says in that moment, he says, we should participate in those afflictions because the Lord, I mean, look at everything he's done for us. He saved us, he's delivered us, and he has forgiven us. Um, and so, yeah, that was the main point that I got out of that. And then he goes on and he tells more about like his, um, kind of my, the way my Bible separated it, the subtitle was Paul talks about his co-worker, his co-workers. Um, and he's just given, you know, more information about them, how he's prayed for them, that they would just seek the Lord, um, that they wouldn't continue living in their sin. And he tells away how he was turned away from the people of Asia. And so, yeah, so after I read that and I was a little confused, I said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go all the way back to first Timothy. Um, and I'm going to see, I'm just going to start from the beginning. I know I've read Timothy at some point in my life, but I just need a deeper understanding of this. And I'm going to read you what my Bible says at the beginning of 1 Timothy. I want you guys to get this kind of summary of it all really quickly. So it says, Paul wrote to Timothy with guidelines and instructions to help him lead the church in Ephesus. Christ Jesus came into this world in order to save sinners and grant them life everlasting this is God's will, that all shall be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Godliness is profitable because it holds promise for the life that is now and that is which to come. So in my Bible, that was a little summary um, that I had. And now I've actually switched to Josh's Bible because he has a new King James Version and mine is the King James Version. And it's a little harder to understand. So I'm going to be reading a few verses from his in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8 through 11. And just to give you a quick understanding of some subtitles that are in this chapter, one is called Greetings, one is called No Other Doctrine, one is called Glory to God for His Grace, and another is called Fight the Good Fight. So now I'm going to read those verses. It says, but we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, and for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for lions, for perjurers and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God which was committed by my trust I hope you guys understood that matter of a fact I'm going to go to the new living translation very quickly 
so I can give you another, um, well, translation of it. <laughs> okay, so I'm reading you again the exact same verses, verses 8 through 11. This is now in the New Living Translation. Okay, so it's a little easier. And it says, We know that the law is good when used correctly. For the law was not intended for people who do what is right. It is for people who are lawless and rebellious, who are ungodly and sinful, who consider nothing sacred and defile what is holy, who kill their fathers or mothers or commit other murders or commit other murders. The law is for the people who are sexually immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traders, liars, promise breakers or who do anything else that contradicts the wholesome teaching that comes from the glorious good news entrusted to me by our blessed God. Okay, this is the word. In 1 Timothy, um, and those are verses 11 through 8. Now, for a little bit of explanation for that. So, to give you kind of a brief understanding of what that means, because I had to go do a lot of research on this, especially when it was talking about who the law was actually created for. So, as we know, if we have accepted Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for us, um, he is the one who set us free from the law. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go slow at this just to make sure you guys are getting what I'm trying to put out, okay? We who are in Christ are not subject to the law of condemnation. So what Paul is saying right here is that the law is what's supposed to bring conviction to those who don't know God. Now, that being said, those who are in Christ does that mean that we're supposed to be completely lawless and not follow any rules and not live according to God's word? Absolutely not. We just have deliverance, daily deliverance, from the power of sin because Jesus has already paid that price. And what Paul is saying right here is that only Christ can save Period. When we accept Jesus into our hearts and we are baptized and we fully repent of our sins, believing in him and having faith, that's what saves us. The law just the the law alone is not going to save people. Um, and there's people who there are people who still believe that now just following that law is what's going to give them their salvation. However, according to the understanding of the word in this passage, that's not correct because the law is for those um, who don't know the Lord yet who have not accepted him because it's supposed to offer them that conviction. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because not only does it give us a good understanding of how we should go about bringing people to Christ and I'm going to explain this a little bit more. Um, it gives us an understanding of how we're supposed to use that. What it means for us. What it means for people who don't know the Lord. But also, it's a what I have to say about us as Christ 
as I said before, we're not supposed to be completely lawless. What does that mean? What does that mean for us? And after I explained this, which again, I know I have before, but now even when I was reading this, it's like it was just pulling at my heart so much more like tonight than it has where I was literally just getting so emotional because it made me think about my own actions. With us, yes, I've accepted Jesus into my heart. He died for me. Praise God. And that's why even Paul in Timothy was thanking God for his grace. And he tells Timothy um, earlier when I said that he says we should participate in this affliction um, because the Lord has saved us. So those trials that we may endure, you know, Paul was in prison and everything that we may endure um, for Christ, it's all worth it in the end because he saved us, he's delivered us, he's forgiven us. And just as my Bible said at the beginning of the passage, us living for Christ is not only beneficial for this life on earth, more importantly, is our love for God and obeying his commandments and making sure that what we are doing is according to his will in our life um, is even more important for the life to come, which is eternal life. And what I know a lot of people try to do, and I'm just, and the reason why I'm going to correct some of this right now is because I know in episodes I've said that when we accept Jesus into our life, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be completely perfect. The word doesn't say that. But in everything, when we do experience all of those trials and tribulations, we know that the Lord is with us and his mercy, his strength, um, the power he has endures forever and ever he loves us he's always there to help us out um and he's there to walk us through and help us to come out stronger in those trials that we experience um i know i've said that before but if you're listening on like one of the recent episodes where i've said walking with jesus is incredible and it's like it's amazing yes that is true but i just don't i would never want to, I wouldn't, what I don't want to do is I don't want to tell people, oh, you need to 100% accept Jesus into your heart right now because you're going to have the best life in the entire world. Um, even though, granted, you will, because the G Jesus did come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Um, I don't want you to think you would never experience trials. So you say, okay, I'm going to, Try Jesus. I'm going to accept him just because I want to have the best life ever. But you aren't looking at other things in the scripture. Okay. On the contrary to that, I wouldn't want to be one who just says. Okay. Right now. You don't know Jesus. You better accept him or you're going to go to hell. Now, is that a way that people say it? that a lot of people end up coming, you know, being like, okay, well, I don't want to go to hell. Boom. Yes, Jesus, I love you. Let me get saved. That's how it's worked. But in the end, are they truly getting the understanding that it's not a one saved, always saved? Um, 
kind of view how you can 100% accept Jesus and be baptized. And then you can say, whoa, you know, I'm covered. I don't even have to think about hell anymore. And, but I can just go out there and do everything I want to do. That's not, that's not what these scriptures are saying either. Um, and so first I wanted to bring that up because I would never want to have some, I would never want to confuse anyone, um, in a way to manipulate them to saying, oh, you need to accept Jesus because it's going to be so perfect because the Bible explains how we're going to have those trials. Yes. Now, will we have a life that is blessed? Yes. Lord knows I have been through things. The Lord has 100% saved me through things. Um, and I know that the life I have right now is far better than the life I had in the past when I was not um, following after Jesus and his plans for my life. It is so, so much better. It's so much sweeter. And it is so much more fulfilling living for Jesus. It is in every aspect. And I know that whenever I do endure pain, Jesus is there with me. And I know that he will never leave me. And no matter who, you know, who may forsake me, mother and father, I know the Lord Jesus Christ will never forsake me. And that in itself, how he loved me so much to die on the cross, knowing that some people may not even accept him, is incredible. It shows the love he has for me more than any, you know, more than love, more love than anyone has ever given me and ever will give me. I know Jesus loves me that much and he cares for every detail of my life. And then I also don't want to scare someone into just saying, except Jesus right now, or, you know, you're going to go to hell, which again, hey, the word says what it says, but there's more to it than just saying, oh, I don't want to do that. Boom. So now I'm covered um, forever and I don't have to worry about anything else. Okay. I wanted to say that really, really quickly, really, really quickly. Um, and we are able, what, now what Paul did through this, which is actually really, really smart. He says he goes through kind of giving the, um, 10 commandments, but he doesn't say it verbatim when it says, um, you know, the murderers of mothers and a father's, first of all, murdering, period, um, but also honoring your father and mother. Um, he talks about not stealing and those who are lawless. He talks about all of that. Um, and again, he makes, sure, he makes sure he says that those are for the people who are not already under Christ. Now, here's the, now this is what I really want to break down because... This is what we need to understand. When I read this, some may say, and some do say, I actually believe there is a religion who thinks that they don't have to kind of obey, like, specifically these, you know, anymore. Um, because, oh, it says that this, those are for the people who, you know, are not under Christ yet, who are not in Christ yet. But this is where that is wrong. Okay. So this, again, these were people to, these were for people to see, still are, for people to know about. So they themselves will feel convicted knowing that, hey, it's not just like, 
oh, I'm not going to steal. It's the fact that I'm not going to steal because I know it's displeasing to Christ. I know he doesn't want me stealing. It's to give them that conviction so that they know I need to run to the Lord Jesus Christ for forgiveness and for mercy and to be saved in him and to be saved by him. Very quickly. Now, what does this mean for us who are already saved and are in Christ? Well, it goes back to what I said in the beginning, not just for these either, because at the end it says, and if any other thing is contrary to sound doctrine, contrary to what God's word says, period. Okay. We need to not do those things. And as I said in the beginning, let me get you the scripture really quickly. So, you know, I'm not just making this up. So this is first John five and three. Again, I said this at the beginning of the episode um, and reading from the new King, the new King James version, it says, for this is the love of God. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. They're not burdensome. So God's commandments, what he wants us to do, they are not going to harm us. They're not going to put a weight on us. Okay. Um, and us obeying what the Lord says in his word is a way of us expressing our love to him. Just like we are children, when we listen to our parents, that's an expression of, of love and obedience. Now, one thing that I did read that I absolutely have to say is, and I want to make sure I preface this, is that when we obey the Lord, we are not obeying just to gain salvation. We are obeying because that's now a result of us coming a child of God. And if we really love God, we would want to do what he says. And just as Paul said to Timothy, what he was writing to Timothy, he said, we should participate. He saved us. He delivered us. And he forgave us. So, when Paul talks to Timothy saying how, oh, the law is, the law is good if one uses it lawfully, because they're, um, from my understanding, people used to read the law and say, oh, well, there's no, that, there's no way that we could keep all of that. So they used to make it seem like there was something wrong with the law that was created back then. Now, again, the Lord, as I said before, we ourselves now if we are in Christ, we are not subject to the law of condemnation because God has paid it. But back then people were saying, oh, the law, you know, the law is not, um, you know, good for us because it's, you know, it's impossible that we would be able to keep all of those or even one of those. Because if you, if you are, if you make one, you know, <laughs> if you break one of those rules, then you are kind of in a way guilty of them all back then and that was the way of it but that was the whole point because as i said it wasn't just oh you're supposed to read this law you're supposed to obey everything under the law um and be saved by the law no because that would have been impossible 
But that's why God paid it all on the cross for us so that people would be able to read this and be like, listen, I can't do it on myself. They should have that conviction by themselves, by their, you know, by the Holy Spirit speaking to them, just like we did when Christ Christ found us. Um, And we were serious about accepting him and run to him. And now us who are in Christ, because we love Jesus, um, we are not supposed to live not doing anything that the Lord says in the Bible just because we are now saved by grace. No, if we love the Lord, we won't be killing anyone. If we truly love the Lord, we won't be stealing. We won't be, um, or we shouldn't. Let me say we shouldn't on all of these. We shouldn't be disobeying. You know, we shouldn't be um, having affairs. We shouldn't be cheating. We shouldn't be doing any of that because we know what, how that is displeasing and dishonoring to God. And again, not just so we can gain salvation through that, but because, man, I love you so much, Jesus. Why would I want to do that? Why would I want to hurt you? And still, if we do, praise God, we have grace. He gives us grace and mercy. And we, as I said earlier, we are able to experience a daily deliverance from the power of sin. Now, why did I find this so emotional earlier? Hmm. Well, let me explain. No sin is greater than the other. Okay? If I lie, even if I tell a little white lie, it's still a lie. And, you know, somebody just cheated on their spouse or something even worse, their sin isn't greater than mine. And that's not saying, oh, man, they really are worse than me. No, both of us need deliverance from Jesus Christ. And thank you, Jesus, for the mercy you give us so we can be forgiven of that sin. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Every single day he gives us that. So why was I a little bit emotional earlier? Well, I was, I mean, I was thinking about my life. And this is why I wanted to bring this, but I had to be completely honest with myself to be like, okay, am I able to completely tell these people I'm one, you know, I'm good. I'm 100% good. Um, everything I'm doing, you know, is pleasing to the Lord. If I said that, it would be a lie because we all fall short, um, to the glory of God. We all fall short. And again, I'm thankful that I have, um, Jesus who did, you know, die for my sins And he still sees me and he still is there uh, every single day to offer mercy to me. And I thank him, Jesus, for that. Every day in the morning, even with that five-minute journal, it's so funny because one of the first things, oh my, what am I grateful for today? Every single day is I'm just grateful for life. I'm grateful for my health and my strength and that the Lord gave me another opportunity to live. I am so grateful for that every single day. Um. But yes, as I said, when I first started this podcast, I told you all in that first episode, in that first trailer, how 
I am here to seek the new things that I've already been doing. I want to just really make sure is it's all being done under the supervision of Christ. Is this aligning? Is this aligning with the word of God and his will for my life? And well, I was thinking about some things, you guys. These are things that I've, um, you know, things I love. And oh my goodness, it made me emotional to even uh, to think about some of the things I've been doing. And I've been kind of being like, oh, well, um, yeah, no, that's fine. Like, it's not, it's not me doing this. You know, it's not me doing this. It's not me doing that. Um, it could be something small I'm thinking about. But again, I had to tell myself, Alexa, there is no sin. No sin is greater than the other. And it's important for us to guard our hearts and our minds um, in Christ Jesus. We have to be so mindful of that. And I was reminded of that tonight. Um, and something that came to my mind, you guys know I love this. You guys know I love it so, so much. And it is Bridgerton. I'm going to be honest. Um, this is one of the first things that came to my mind when I was thinking about this. And I was getting emotional just because I... Now, I myself, I love that show. I love that show. I have said, oh, I feel very, um, I feel spiritually, hmm, how do I say this? I've said to myself, I feel strong to watch that show, um, even when I wasn't married, when, now that I think about it, should I, should, like, should I have been watching that show while I was not married? Um, no, I'm going to be honest, because we all know the spicy scenes in that. We, we know some of the spicy scenes in that, where it's just better for us to not meditate on that, okay? Which is why some of the apologies I have to give is to you all when I, and I love that show, I do, I can't lie, um, because you guys know that I've spoken about it a lot, but there's apologies that have to be given because I recommend that show to so many people knowing that a lot of that show is not honoring and a lot of it is contrary to the word of God, if I'm being honest. Um, the, the intimate scenes in there. For people who are not married, the lust that people may experience from watching that show, I've had to offer an apology to that. Um, and not just to those, and in one sense, I was like, well, I definitely need to make sure I apologize to those who are unmarried. Um, and I'm saying, oh, you have to go watch the show because, again, I don't know where they are spiritually. And I know that those, that shows like that, not just Bridgerton, but a lot of shows that has explicit scenes, um, they can invoke those you know they can evoke lust and sexual desires that are not good for them in that moment and I'm not in a way that I'm saying oh sex is bad because it's not um especially if you are married but the Bi the bible talks so much about sexual immorality okay it talks a lot about sexual immorality and how that is something that is not just against God, but it's it's against our our own bodies. It's against our own temple, and so that was something that I had to apologize for. Um, if I've ever, you know, if you've watched that show because of me, which maybe I don't have as much of an influence as I thought, 
Maybe I don't. And in, and I, if, in that case, I guess it's a good thing. But if you watch that show for me, and then even while watching that show, you started, you know, you started watching it just like everyone else said, like, man, this is spicy. Um, those thoughts of lust and those thoughts of anything else that you may have gotten from the show came, you know, came up. Then I apologize because on this podcast, I've been saying since the beginning, I want to make sure everything is under the supervision of Christ and that this is pleasing to the Lord. Now, for those who are even are married, we have to be mindful of that as well. I said to myself tonight, um, really me, and I'm just going to be completely honest, I just have to really, I need the Lord to give me guidance um, and I need the Lord to really lead me because Yes, that is a show that I like, but I had to, and even not just that show, other things that I'm doing, I have to ask myself, well, Alexa, the purpose of the Lord, the the life that I live on this earth, I'm living to live again. Is there things that I am doing? Is there things that I am sharing that I am, you know, telling other people to do that is not pleasing to the word of God? And I just need, I need the Lord to really open up my eyes to give me guidance and understanding. Um, because I know even for myself right now, I love Bridgerton. From here on out, I'm going to tell you right now, there are some things I'm going to have to be changing um, about that show. With if, if I'm not watching certain scenes or if I'm not watching, you know, um, certain seasons, I don't know. I'm, I, I really need the Lord to lead me in that. Um, just because even as someone who was married, when we watch things that are heavily filled with, um, with showing a lot of sexual immorality, not, not under the sense that, oh, well, they're married, blah, 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 um, that may invoke thoughts into us that may have us feeling, you know, unsatisfied, um, in our own lives, then that's something we need to really nip in the bud. And again, I'm not talking about just the show of Bridgerton. I'm talking about music. I'm talking about how, yes, I now I have not listened to rap music in a long time. I have not, I actually can't remember the last time I've listened to rap music. Um, but there is still music that I do listen to that I know is not invoking the, wrong, the right thoughts in my mind. Again, let me preface, this is not just concerning, um, you know, sexual thoughts. This is, you know, concerning enviness and jealousy and, you know, speaking ill towards other people. And that's the stuff that I look at. And it makes, it, literally, you guys, it makes me emotional when I say stuff like that because it's like, whoa, that's something that I found so much pleasure in doing. And is it giving God glory? Is me sharing about this and talking about this all the time to more people? You have to listen to this. You know, you have to watch this. You have to read this. Is that honoring to God? And even more so, I wonder... Because this is something I ask too. I think about, okay, do do people think, hmm, is it is it given kind of like a 
what um how do I say this is it giving another side of what I want people to you know of what I want to inspire people to do like oh well Alexa is a Christian but she you know she was one of the people who just told me you have to go see that new demonic movie that just came out it's it's so scary Ooh, shiver me tenders you know what I mean that's the stuff I think about because again I have been a person I went to go see that movie um the night swim the other day and that was something that <laughs> that movie was not scary to me it was not scary I don't find movies like that scary um but then movies that I have seen in the past where I tell like I tell people oh my gosh the conjuring I've tried to get Josh to watch the conjuring insidious all of that stuff multiple multiple times and Joshua I do not believe he has watched one of those movies with me maybe he has but then even in that moment I'm going to have to apologize to him because in those moments when if we did watch those movies, I know it invoked a spirit of fear into him, which we should not have. And I'm probably sitting back laughing because that, uh, you know what? We all have our things. I, I did. I mean, I've loved scary movies. I have. And knowing that I'm not afraid when I see other people getting scared, it's kind of just made me be like, <laughs> like, what? Are, they're such a baby. You know what I mean? And that's not something I should be entertaining, nor should I be telling anyone else, oh my gosh, you have to go watch that. Because in the end, that's very hypocritical for me. I, and I say this because, I mean, listen, I'm being completely open and honest with you all that I myself, we all have to really just check our hearts and we have to see what is important in our lives? Is Jesus truly as important as he said, as we say he is in our life? That's something I have to ask myself. And knowing that I want to say, yes, Lord, you are as important in my life as I say you are, as I tell other people you are. Oh, Jesus is so important to my life. Okay, well, am I really living my life according to his will and what he wants for my life? Am I really guarding my heart and my mind? Am I really not being conformed to this world? Not trying to do everything the world does for worldly satisfaction? And if I am not, you know, if I am conforming to this world, and what they like, and then I'm just trying to say, oh, well, it's not this, then it doesn't matter. Because again, <laughs> no sin is greater than the other. And that was something I really just had to preach to myself. And when I was just, when I was looking over this passage, I wanted to be able to share that. And literally, you guys, I sat on my couch and I was just looking into space and I was like, help me, Jesus, because I don't want to talk about this. Because when I do, when I, when I do, I told you guys before, this podcast gives me more account, accountability. It always has. Since the first episode I made, it's given me accountability. Because I can't tell, I will not, I could say, oh, I'm not going to be doing this and that. Um, and then I do it. I could do that, but 
I really, I want to be completely honest with you guys. So when I've said, even in the past, yes, we need to be reading our Bible. Now, praise God, since the beginning of the year, I will say I have been waking up in the morning, reading my Bible, doing my Bible study, um, and I've been doing it. Now, in the past, I've said, yes, we need to start our mornings with God. And then I would get on here and tell you guys, hey, I understand it's hard. I can't remember the last time I opened up my Bible in the morning. I'm going to be honest. That's what I used to say. And I always I want to be honest with you guys because I don't want to ever be a hypocrite. I don't want to be a hypocrite. That's I mean that's really it. I want um if I'm speaking to you about something, I should have enough credibility to be able to back up what I'm doing. And so that's just something I've been thinking about. I was supposed to be having a I don't even know if any of the people who I was going to invite are listening to my podcast. I don't know if they do. It's not um, something that I typically, unless I'm really close to you, I, unless I'm really like close to you and I feel comfortable asking, I won't just say, hey, do you listen to my podcast? <laughs> even though I wish everybody is listening to my podcast, I don't just say, hey, are you listening? Are you subscribed? Even though I may want to, I just don't. Um, but I hope, again, let me really quickly, let me preface that I am so grateful for every one of you who are here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I pray. No, oh, my goodness. I do pray for this podcast and growth. Um, but I hope that you would feel prompted to share about my podcast. I hope you guys love it so much. And I appreciate you all. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating and share. Um, but back to that. Yes, I don't. Unless I'm really close to you, I don't, you know, say, do you listen to my podcast and all of that? And then they say no, and it's just really awkward. But specifically what I was talking about, with that being said, I wanted to host a big Bridgerton season three um, premiere party and I haven't even sent out the invitation the invitations yet but I've been really thinking about it and I've told I've even told some people and I'm gonna have to let them know that that is no longer in the books for me because I just have to be I have to be more more mindful myself um, but also I don't want to call someone else to stumble I don't know where they are spiritually you know I may not know where they are spiritually I know I have some friends who aren't even um in the church yet and I try to be you know someone who is a really good influence on them and I don't want to be a stumbling block for them I don't know if people deal with lust you know I don't know if people deal with enviness and jealousy I don't know what people are dealing with I know what myself are dealing with I know what myself is dealing with um so even for that show if if I watch that show and I notice like hmm this is invoking a bad spirit on me I need to be willing to let that go um and that's something that yes you guys are probably thinking man is she serious right now like it's just a show but (laughs) that's something I've had to think about because I've wanted to be someone who's like oh my gosh we have to watch Bridgerton blah 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 um and I I mean I still love that show but I just need to be more mindful what what I am you know condoning telling everyone else because oh well Bridgerton isn't isn't as bad as you know 365 which unfortunately I I, it's sad to say that I have watched those movies and I will not be watching those again because that is straight up you know what um but in reality is it 
I mean, th- both of those shows can invoke and can invoke lust. So we just have to be more mindful. And if you hear music in the background, it's because Josh is listening to his classical music. Um, but I saw something on YouTube really quickly, and I think it's just so important. If anybody else needs to, you know, if anybody needs to hear this, um, please let me know. If this has blessed somebody else and this is something that has been in your mind recently, please let me know. I love getting those comments that what I've said um, what I have felt led to just share in some instances that I know have blessed me. When you guys come to me telling me how, hey, that was something I really needed to hear. I, I love hearing that because there's moments where I literally feel discouraged and I'm like, should I even do this? People, they're probably not even going to listen. Um, but if you tell me that's something I've been struggling with too, um, that gives me a lot of encouragement and it helps me to know that this, you know, what I'm saying, um, it's not, you know, going in one ear and going out the other, (laughs) you know what I mean? But I saw this man on YouTube and I've heard this saying before, but it's basically all in all, there's nothing on this earth, nothing that is worth going to hell for. There's absolutely nothing. Um, and there's a quote that says, don't sacrifice eternal bliss for a fleeting moment on earth and that's what I really wanted to get to at the end of the day I want to be more mindful myself with what I said really coming into this podcast um living my life in accordance to what God you know wants for me his will for my life and knowing that yes if I mess up I'm so thankful that the Lord is there to forgive me um but I don't want to take his grace for granted. But that is the complete episode for today. I know this was a kind of deeper episode, especially like to be the second episode of the new year. Whoa, it's really deep, Alexa, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I hope it blessed you in some way. I know when I re-listen to this, I think it's going to really help me all over again. Um, And even in the future, I mean, this is something that I'm always going to need to really ask myself and assess in my life uh, if what I'm doing in my life is pleasing. And if it is, you know, if I'm being hypocritical or contradicting it in any way, I want to try to avoid that as best I can. So I hope you all have a really, really wonderful rest of the weekend. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And thank you so, so much for seeking the new with me, Alexa. Toodles!